I'm Russ White for MSU Today with Spartans Athletic Director Bill Beekman. And Bill, as we record on April 23rd, we're in our sixth week of working remotely. In many ways, it feels much longer for a lot of people. So much has changed in that relatively short period of time. How do you prepare for the future when information and the situation constantly change? Well, Rush, you're you're absolutely right. It's been, uh, on the one hand, it feels like we've been in this mode forever. Um, on the other hand, it's, uh, you know, in, in the greater scheme of things, it's been a, a relatively short period of time. But, uh, um, but the, uh, you know, the, the watchword of so much of what we're doing is that, uh, as, as Dr. Fauci now has, has famously said, uh, you know, really the virus controls the timeline. And, uh, and there are things that we can do to try and impact that uh, staying at home, obviously, being a, a key factor right now, um, but but really, uh, the virus will control the timeline at some level, and so you know what we've been working very hard to do is really, really to do two things simultaneously. Uh, on the one hand, at MSU Athletics, we're working hard to to make sure that we're ready, uh, that we're ready for uh, for whenever we can get closer to. Our, our normal operations or to a, a new normal in operations. So, uh, so we've got people out making sure that the fields are in good shape, uh, that our, our softball and baseball and soccer and football and other fields are appropriately maintained. Um, and we've got, uh, uh, and, and yet, yet on the other hand, we've got, uh, we've got a whole crew of people that are working very, very hard to, uh, make sure that our student athletes are uh, are taken care of, uh, and they're spread across the globe. Eight hundred young men and women who uh, who are some still in East Lansing, some across the country, others living in international places. Uh, that they have the uh, the tools they need to to stay in in shape, both mentally and physically. And uh, this week, they're they're completing their exams, um, and. Uh, uh, we're we're making sure that they've got uh, all kinds of tools uh, to to stay in good physical health, good mental health, um, and complete their academic work uh, as scheduled. And then, you know, really, there's there's so much we don't know that we just have to plan for um, as many options as we think reasonably possible. I spent uh, about an hour and a half on the phone this morning in a Big Ten conference call with uh, my fellow athletic directors and the, uh, the Big Ten head football coaches, along with some of our, our senior advisory staff uh, in, the, in, in terms of the uh, me- medical health and, um, and, and, and experts on the, the coronavirus. And we've been really trying to think through what are the options for uh, for coming back in the context of football, and I think at this point we've got uh, seven seven different possible uh, scenarios or uh, or themes uh, that could take place. Uh, the first of which, of course, is starting on time and as normal. Um, but but looking really at, at every different uh, option and uh, and then trying to think two, three, four chess moves down the board because. You know, invariably, what we're faced with at the end of the day will be something different than we're thinking about now, 
uh, and there will be factors and issues that, that we, we may not be able to anticipate. But that means we've just got to work harder to, to think through every, every issue that we possibly can uh, so that we're ready uh, and taking care of the things we're aware of and we can spend that much more time on the things that, that pop up and crop up that we might not have been thinking about. So, so really, it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of like uh, when, when, uh, when a hurricane, uh, during hurricane season, and they show this, uh, this uh, sort of oval-shaped thing you know, 500 miles off the coast of, of Florida or the, the Carolinas, and then there's a, a kind of a funnel shape that, uh, that shows that it, well, it could go several hundred miles north or it could go 700, or, you know, several hundred miles south. Um, you don't quite know where it's going to hit, but you know kind of it's going to be somewhere in that vicinity. And then as it gets closer and closer, that, that funnel narrows and narrows to the point where you pretty much know where it's going to hit. Well, I think we're, we're in this scenario still kind of 500 miles offshore, and, and that funnel is pretty big. And so we're trying to, to sort of get, get everyone prepared up and down the coast uh, so that, uh, so that whichever, whichever option we end up uh, implementing, we're ready for it. And, uh, uh, and yet you don't, you, you, you want to get far enough down the road so that you're ready, but not f- too far down any, uh, any road that, uh, that you're getting stuck. So, you know, it's just really a lot of talking and a lot of planning. And, uh, you know, and one of the things that, that I think is very important is that, uh, is that those decisions and those plans are based on principles. And so, so from my perspective, I, I always encourage us as athletic directors when we're talking in the Big Ten to really make sure that before we get too far into the weeds in any idea, that we're comfortable, that we know what the principles are. Um, you know, from my perspective at MSU, our first principle in, in every case is the health, safety, and, and well-being of our student-athletes. Our second principle is that we're a student-focused organization trying to do what's in the best interests of our student-athletes. And so, so those two principles uh, guide what we do at MSU. Um, but thinking about the principles that will guide our decision-making, hopefully very similar principles as we think about uh, returning sports, uh, hopefully in the fall and beyond. Spartans Athletic Director Bill Beekman with me on MSU today, Bill. And as you said in such an unknown time, it's still probably important to think outside the box at the same time, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, as it relates to to scheduling, we're, we're thinking about are there ways that uh, that this season we can we can play more competitions in the Midwest uh, under the theory may or may not prove to be accurate, but under the theory that states uh, adjacent to us will be more similarly situated in terms of their uh, return to play dates or or return to campus dates um, and trying to maybe spend a little less time in competition on the East Coast or the West Coast. Uh, but but trying to be as flexible as possible. You know, flexibility really is is the watchword of the day uh, so that we can, you know, take uh, we we can get our our young people back uh, back uh, in the fall academically, uh, back athletically, and uh, and keep them safe and and healthy as well. Yeah, and Bill, talk some more about obviously there are no games and practices, but that doesn't mean the department isn't working. Right. Well, one of the things that uh, 
that I've been very excited about is how uh, a number of our departments have been really working uh, you know, extraordinarily hard to meet the needs of our students uh, while, they're, while they're not on campus. And I'll give you one example. Um, our, our strength and conditioning team, and particularly the team that leads our Olympic sports, uh, has been working very hard to get uh, many of the uh, exercises, uh, uh, the, the weightlifting techniques that they encourage our students to use, uh, to get all of those things on a, a, a private uh, a YouTube site. You know, for compliance purposes at this point, we can't make that information available to the world, um, but we can uh, create a, a YouTube site that's ex specific and exclusive to our student athletes so that they can uh, sort of tune in and, uh, and have uh, uh, sort of a remote uh, lessons, uh, uh, a remote guidebook for uh, what, what a good exercise uh, routine can be on any given day. And, uh, and I think that what's really exciting about that is that there are some things that we're putting in place now that could make our program stronger, not just in this interim period, but could make our program stronger going forward as well. So, so there, there are tools and ideas and, and processes in terms of, of strength and conditioning, and nutrition, athletic training that we've had to, you, know, you, you hear the phrase, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, and there are things that, uh, that we've had to invent along the way out of sheer necessity in this process. But, but many of those things, I think, will be able to then be parlayed into a stronger department when we do get to that new normal. And so uh, strength and conditioning is one that's been, I think, very effective. And our student athletes appreciate uh, those videos and that, uh, that sort of online guidebook that, that helps them and reminds them what they ought to be doing and when, depending on their, their sport and their individual workout programs. Uh, but, uh, but there are other examples in, in other facets of, of, of what we're doing as well. Um, you know, one, one other thing I'd mention is our, our academic uh, support team. And uh, typically, we've got the really extraordinary Clarabelle Smith Center on campus, uh, you know, made possible by Steve Smith's generosity many years ago. And uh, and that's a home for student athletes to receive additional academic support. Well, of course, without students on campus now, that support has to be provided uh, remotely through 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 uh, tools like Zoom or Microsoft Teams or or other models. And and I think as we as we debrief on this experience, we'll discover that many of those uh, remote uh, approaches are things that we may be able to implement on a more regular basis uh, when we have teams traveling, for example, and, and how we think about uh, students when they're remote, even though they're, they're sort of in the midst of their season. So, uh, so I'm excited that there are some silver linings in all of this that will, that will make our, our athletic department stronger and better over the long run. Yeah, well said, Bill Beekman. And uh, t tell us a little bit more about the conversations your athletic director colleagues and your presidents are having. And I think particularly people are starting to wonder about maybe football season 
contingency plans, which you touched on, but what more can you say about what you're talking about these days? Well, we, uh, the, the Big Ten athletic directors, the 14 of us meet just about every weekday morning. Uh, some of those calls run a half hour, others an hour and a half or longer. And we've really been working with our colleagues at the conference office uh, to think about you know what what we can do to make the conference stronger as we as we anticipate uh, the fall. And at, at Michigan State, our you know we're first and foremost an academic institution. Our primary consideration is getting our fifty thousand students uh, back on campus, and it's my my great hope that in one fashion or another we can do that. Um, and uh, and and certainly, you know, sitting here and towards the end of April, there's a lot of time and uh, a lot of circumstance and uh, and and a lot to happen between now and then. But but that would certainly be my great hope. And uh, assuming we can do that, then we can move on next to our 800 student athletes and getting them back in the uh, in the groove of their uh, their their academics first. And their sports second, and so uh, so as athletic directors, we're spending a lot of time thinking through uh, changes in NCAA rules that uh, the NCAA is recommending in this context, or changes that we want to propose to help help us through uh, what we're going through. You know, it's a uh, it's one of those circumstances where the rules were rel- never really designed to accommodate uh, a pandemic. So. So a lot to think through. Uh, Bill, Michigan State's athletic budget does not receive general fund dollars. So what are some of the budget discussions going on in athletics? And like what happened financially when the NCAA men's basketball tournament was canceled? Well, you're right, Russ. That's, uh, I think, an important point and one that is very, very, I think, very important to me. There are about 25 or so athletic departments in the United States that really receive uh, no funding from their university. And uh, and MSU is very proud to be one of those departments. So uh, the tuition revenue that the university receives, uh, the state appropriations that the university receive, uh, not one penny of that uh, goes to the athletic department. We're, we're completely self-sufficient and we run on a, uh, a separate budget. It's It's certainly still under the realm and auspices of our president and our board of trustees, but financially it's distinct. And, uh, and that allows our, our university's uh, academic resources to be focused on academics, uh, which is something I'm very proud of. Uh, so our budget in athletics is about $140 million. And uh, like every Big Ten school or every Autonomy Five conference school, schools in the, the Pac-12 or the SEC, uh, our, our football uh, revenue it makes up over half of our, of our department budget. So, uh, so without football, we really are, are in a pickle and uh, it, it, we're in a very challenging environment. So what we've been doing is, is you know, again, without knowing quite what's going to happen, trying to plan for as many scenarios as we can. We're, we're working with our individual units 
and our our individual sports in the department to really take a hard look at how we're spending money, what we're spending it on, where we can uh, eliminate costs, uh, think, thinking about things like uh, contracts that we've got in place. And because we don't know quite when sports are going to start up, making sure that those contracts are cancelable without penalty uh, so that we can have the flexibility we need to have uh, without uh, leaving money on the table. Um, just really trying to you know, to look under every darn rock that, that is out there to make sure that we're as efficient as we can possibly be. Uh, the, the university has implemented what they call a hiring chill, uh, which means you can't, it's, it's not that every hiring position is off the table, but, but boy, you've got to have a really, really good reason to, to hire someone at, at this point in time. And so we've implemented the same things in, same thing in athletics. We've got a hiring chill in place, trying to really take a hard look at any position uh, being filled at this point in time, um, taking a hard look at our travel, thinking about are there ways to travel more efficiently, maybe stay, staying on, uh, on this side of the Mississippi for a year, uh, a little bit less travel for some of our teams out to the West Coast, uh, just because it's far less expensive. Uh, thinking about uh, scheduling more competitions on weekends rather than midweek. You know, if we travel a team midweek, we're we're concerned uh, with a Wednesday night competition about getting kids, uh, getting our student athletes uh, back home for Thursday classes. Uh, but if we schedule a Saturday night competition, we can come back on Sunday and uh, come back uh, maybe at a little bit more leisurely pace making sure that our student-athletes have time to study on Sunday and then ultimately get to class first thing Monday morning, having had a full night's rest. So uh, trying to do things that create win-wins uh, that maybe in terms of scheduling have been more challenging in the past for a variety of reasons, but the uh, the current financial situation gives us a uh, a reason across the conference to explore how we can do things a little more effectively a little more efficiently, hopefully create some win-wins, um, and uh, and 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 to be prepared for for whatever whatever the fall might bring us. Yes, uh, wrapping up a conversation with Spartans Athletic Director Bill Beekman, an update on all things MSU athletics. And Bill, as we close, just you know, during these uncertain times, it can be easy to focus on the negative news and the tragic loss that so many Americans are suffering, either death or economic or frankly both you know what inspires you and gives you hope and what do you want spartan athletic supporters to keep in mind as we proceed through the pandemic well russ i do think it's uh it has been a tragic time in the history of of our community our country our world i think at this point most everybody uh, knows somebody that's been affected by this horrible virus uh, many of us know people that have passed away as a result of the virus. And so so my heart really does go out to to everybody that's that's been impacted, that's had a family member uh, or, or loved one or friend uh, impacted by this, because I think we do we do at this point probably almost all know somebody uh, that, that has been. Um, and yet at, at the same time, I do think that. Uh, uh, you know, in, in terms of the, the way I live my life, I, I'm a fairly optimistic person, and 
and I'm always trying to find the the silver lining in the in the gray cloud. And in the in the case of 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 what we're going through now, I think there are a number of of real silver linings. Um, you know, in terms of our athletic department, I've just been extraordinarily impressed by the creativity, the the entrepreneurship, the the innovation, uh, the resilience of our staff. Uh, our our team has just really uh, uh, you know pulled up their their bootstraps and and got to work and uh, and, and are doing things that uh, you know really there's no playbook. Uh, you're just you're just sort of winging it based on your best judgment some of the time. Uh, there's no playbook for what you do here. So you go back to your principles. You try and make thoughtful decisions that are in the best interest of the department, and you push forward and. And our team really has done that, you know, in terms of our uh, our ticket office uh, there. Th- we've, we've never uh, we, we've never been selling tickets in a in a uh, in a pandemic before or thinking about how seasons will start. And so the work that they're doing to give people flexibility uh, has has been really, I think, very special and, and appreciated in the community. Uh, the the work of our strength and conditioning and nutrition teams that I mentioned earlier again very uh very creative and forward thinking and and developing practices that we'll be able to take and use even after this passes that will make our department better uh, so i i'm i'm really uh my, my heart is warmed by the the extraordinarily hard work of our team uh, the compassion that they bring to what they do uh the creativity and and resilience that they've exhibited that I think will make MSU athletics uh, far stronger in the long run. Here, here, Bill. Well, thanks for the update and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thanks so much, Russ. It's always a, a, a delight to talk with you on this uh, on this great program, and we'll uh, we'll look forward to reconnecting soon. You got it. That's Spartans Athletic Director Bill Beekman. Always find out more at msuspartans.com. And I'm Russ White for MSU Today.